You're listening to In The Bunker, a podcast that explores the biggest challenges in starting and running a business. My name is Joshua Maddox, and I'm an entrepreneur and business owner myself. I'm sitting down with business owners to talk about the challenges they face, the lessons they've learned, and how we can all grow from it. Welcome back to In The Bunker. Every business owner faces challenges, and we love to share and unpack these stories. Today, we have Jen Henderson in the bunker with us. Jen started her business at the end of 2020 amidst a global pandemic and has been faced with a handful of challenges. Running a business itself is challenging, but doing that in a time where there is all different types of just abnormalities in trying to start and run a business is challenging even further. I'm so excited to learn and hear from Jen today and super excited to just jump into this episode. Let's welcome Jen to the show. Good to have you on. Thank you. I'm really glad to be here. Awesome. So let's get up to speed on who you are. How'd you get here? What do you do? I'm Jen Henderson. I'm the owner of Henderson Professional Engineers. We are a civil engineering company just outside of Austin, Texas. I have been a civil engineer for about 17 years now, and I am a mom to two kids. They both play softball and baseball, and I'm also a wife, and I'm someone's daughter, and that that in itself is a full-time job. So you and I connected through TAB. We're both members of, of different groups in that, and... I know that has definitely helped shape both of our businesses. Before we hit record, we were talking about some of those different challenges that you've been faced with in in starting a business and just everything else going on. Let's walk through that first one of starting amidst COVID, starting in, you said you started the business in November of 2020. That's right. We started in, in November of 2020. That for frame of reference was when we weren't sure if we needed to stay home or if we could go to the office and do we wear masks? Do we not wear masks? And, and locally, pretty much everyone was still wearing masks and using hand sanitizer all the time. My biggest challenge in that was how do I handle the employees? What's okay to say and what's not okay to say? And do I ask them? When the vaccine's available, are they going to get it? Am I even legally able to ask that? And navigating through that, I think the lesson I learned out of that was just to listen to your people, listen to their thoughts and their emotions. And you have to rule as the business owner which way you go. But if you don't listen to your employees, then you might have a bigger problem. I will say 2020 from a business perspective, employees didn't know there was so much uncertainty of businesses that were non-essential being closed down. Employees didn't know if they were going to have a job or have income next week. There was eviction moratoriums that were possibly going to get put in place. So people didn't know if they were going to be having housing. And so really sometimes having some stability, even if it's just an office you come into and just some stability in knowing that you're going to have a job or knowing that you're going to have something helps just our outlook on life in general. I think that's a big part of that. 
and just hearing what, you know, those employees are saying. You're right. It's huge. It was huge. You didn't know if you were going to have a meal or if you were going to have toilet paper or if you were going to have a job and you had to just go day by day and hope that the grocery stores had enough. And sometimes they didn't. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wish anybody to ever relive that, that onset at the beginning was, was crazy. Obviously, as you were starting the business, there's elements where established businesses have processes and systems and procedures, and there's this whole strategy and vision direction that businesses have. And obviously starting a business, none of that exists. It's building all that out. What did that process look like for you guys as you started to lay that foundation? So when we first started, there there was no system. There were no processes. We didn't have anyone to give us direction on how to get that done and how to get that written. And for me, that process looked like I applied to be a woman-owned business. So I got the WBE status. And then inside of that woman-owned business, I was accepted into a program that Wells Fargo puts on that that went through the traction book. And that traction book is really an operating system that shows you how to put the structure and the how to write down your vision, how to get your core values. And, and it helps me really write that down on paper. And I didn't have to pay the fee that a lot of people do to get it done. And so that to my business was a huge profit gain because we now have the structure. We know where we're going. We at least know where we're going in the next one and three years. Just picking what system to use and then doing it and making sure I got all of the processes implemented was a game changer for my business. That's awesome. Yeah, it's funny. Before we hit record, we were chatting and Jen was mentioning a little bit about the whole you know, process and, and element and developing that. And I literally reached behind me on my little shelf to grab the, the book that Jen's talking about, Traction. I've been reading through it and having a business that's been in business 13 years. We've developed our sort of mission, vision, values previously before we've gone through this. But really what a lot of that book talks about is the aspect of creating a operational manual that if you as the business owner weren't able to be there, someone else could potentially pick up and run the business. This does two things. One, you could take a vacation for, we're not talking like a weekend, we're talking a month. Can you take a month off of your business? And the second thing is that makes your business marketable to sell long-term. Because if the business revolves around you as the owner, it's not a business. It's just, it's your business that you just happen to have helpers in. Traction is an incredible tool to help shift that, to make it a business where you could step away for two, three weeks or more, or potentially sell that business or bring in someone else to operate it where you step away and do something else, whether that's starting another business or retiring or whatever that looks like. And those systems and processes are really big. 
Yes, they are. It has been, it's amazing. Once you do it, you'll be so thankful. Just writing down everything that's been in my head is, it's awesome to, for other people to be able to read it and ask questions about it means that I can make it more legible to everyone else. I know one of the things for us in our business that has really actually ironically helped us refine our process has been hiring interns. It's something that is great because the intern who is typically a college student is learning a skill that's in the industry. For us, it's something that actually ends up challenging our staff because that intern is asking a hundred questions. And then they're also asking questions about why do you guys do it this way? Or why is it done that way? And it's like, we do it that way because that's how we've done it for 10 years. Wouldn't this be faster or wouldn't this be more beneficial to the client or, and it's, oh yeah, that would be more beneficial to the client. And it would save about 10 hours of work on every project. Yeah, we, we probably should reconsider that, shouldn't we? And so anytime you're able to write that process down and have someone else review it is really good. It helps you refine. It helps you become better. And it's hard to run a business and step out of it and take a day off if everyone's calling you and texting you because they can't remember what the next step is. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Yeah. So obviously, as you guys are walking through business strategy and walking through that, it looks at your time as a business owner and you directing the team from a management perspective, obviously figuring out staffing and your time and those boundaries and everything else is an ongoing challenge that I think every company faces. What does that look like for you guys? So right now I've got a system for myself where I have chopped up my day to, to focus on specific aspects. Sometimes it's the business thing. Sometimes it's the technical pieces and knowing how to, to get that process in place was huge of just managing my time, managing the expectations I have of myself was huge. If you can't, if you can't meet the expectations you have of yourself, you can't expect anyone else to meet your expectation either. So learning that was, was a big deal to me. Once I got that system in place, then I started to see what was lacking and, and how we can fix those pieces that are lacking so that the business can function essentially without me and without the key leaders so that work still gets done and no one's the sticking point. We can still churn and get stuff done when people have issues or when life happens yeah. or when COVID happened. Yeah. Heaven forbid someone takes a sick day and then everything just comes to a screeching halt. That's, right. Yeah. I know one of the things for me personally um, that has been actually really eye-opening is there's a desktop software. There's a free version and a paid version. It has a Windows and a Mac version. And then there's a mobile app that works on your phone for both iOS and Android, and it's called Rescue Time. And what it does is it monitors what programs you're using throughout the day. It checks like in your web browser, it watches what websites you go to, and then it prioritizes them. And it says, okay, gmail.com, 
that's email, it's probably pretty productive. YouTube, maybe not so productive. Netflix, not productive at all. And so it then classifies them. And then at the end of the week, sends you a report and says, this is where your 40 hours, 50, 60 hours of work went this week. And if you're on phone calls on your mobile device, it will import all that and show you how much time you spent on the phone and shows you all those trends. So then you can start to, as you start to try to schedule out your day or your week, if you're like, man, I cannot figure out why I'm not keeping up on email. Previously, you would spend four hours a day on email and you're only scheduling an hour a day for email. This is a problem. And so it's really interesting. And I've recommended this to a few business owners. And I know even my company, my, my team, it's cool to be able to see at the end of the day where your time goes and what, what you use your time for. I would rather be productive, just get work done. And if you need a minute, just get it done. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some, yeah, there's some cool apps like that that are out there that make it really interesting to start to see if that's something where for someone who's listening, who wants to maybe start to figure out developing, you know, some better time management stuff, start by seeing where your time is going. Don't try making any changes, just install something like rescue time and let it run for a week or two before you even start to try to figure out where you should readjust. You're trying to decide where you should set your end destination on your GPS without even knowing where you are yet. You need to figure that out first. We've covered a ton of stuff. I don't know if with inside of starting a business in COVID, sort of business strategy, management challenges. I don't know if there's any of those, those sort of topics that we've touched on a little bit that there was anything else that you felt like, you know, you wanted to dive a little deeper into that we have covered. I think with business strategy, I think it's important to note that there's several different operating systems you can get into. Traction's not the only one, but you know, what I, the words of advice I would give someone are just pick one and stick with it and implement everything you can from that. And you'll see a huge difference. If you spend your time trying to figure out which one is right for you, then you'll never find that it's right for you because they're all different. But if you just pick one, go with it, implement it, I think you'd be much happier in the end. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I hear all the time is analysis paralysis. There is a hundred different CRM systems or client relationship management. You can analyze every single one. They have all different price points. But if you spend the next 12 months demoing them all and doing that, you're not actually using one. And that was before we hit record, we were chatting about project management systems and the company that I had referenced. They spent $20 million trying to fix a project management issue in their company. And they figured out that it wasn't about building a custom one or finding the right one that fit. It was just using it. It was committing to and using that system on a daily basis. And that's what made an actual improvement. And yes, the the project management system, the business management, the whatever the system is that you're using may not be perfect. And nine times out of 10, The system isn't perfect. There's always going to be a little issue here, a little issue there, but 
a system that has some issues and has some bugs that's used to the fullest of its ability is so much better than a system that you just have but never use. I, I completely agree with you. I know we've touched on a few takeaways already, but are there any you know takeaways or advice that you would give to you know someone who's dealing with some of these other business challenges? Just know that you'll get through it. Tomorrow's a new day and keep trekking forward and don't ever stop because tomorrow's a brand new day and you'll find a solution to the problems in time. So just don't stop. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I want to bring up real fast is we connected through, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we connected through TAB, which is a organization called the Alternative Board. It is basically a group of peers who are from other industries and you get together and meet and talk business issues and solve business problems and have accountability. Not necessarily saying that you as a listener needs to join TAB specifically, although we both found it beneficial and helped our business over the years, but having some sort of accountability or some other business, and it doesn't need to be someone in your industry. You don't need to find someone in your industry, but you need to find another business owner who you can sit down and have coffee once a month and talk about some of the issues that you're facing. And that alone is so beneficial. And maybe there isn't a solution. We were joking at the beginning of the show about the issue of paying taxes. You're always going to do it. You would just have to, it's just a problem. But being able to complain with another business owner about darn taxes are due again is a little relieving. And to know that someone else is struggling with and going through the same challenges is a little bit reassuring. And just to know that you have someone there alongside you on this journey, it's really good. That's very true. Yeah. I appreciate the time today. It's been awesome having you on. There's a ton of stuff that we've talked through and really hope that you as a listener just processes through all this. There's so much stuff. doesn't matter if you've been in business for, you know, a week or 40 years, having systems, processes, procedures, mission, vision, and values is super critical to be able to step away from your business. Having a solid management team, understanding time management is also super critical. These are all core elements that it doesn't matter how long you've been in business will help improve productivity, profitability really as well, and allowing you to potentially maybe even sell the company or step away for a vacation. So as we wrap up, Jen, what's the best place where people can connect with you online? So that would be my website. That's www.hendersonpe.com. That's H-E-N-D-E-R-S-O-N-P-E.com. Awesome. And we'll have that your personal LinkedIn and your company LinkedIn page, all in the show notes along with your bio. Appreciate having you on today. Thank you, glad to be here. Thanks for listening to this episode of In The Bunker. As always, we can be found on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at In The Bunker Podcast. Be sure to share this episode and what you're going to apply from it and how that can affect your business. Make sure to tag us in that post so we can highlight your journey as well. But before you go, I have a quick personal ask. Each episode of In the Bunker takes a lot of work to put together from finding the guest, shooting, editing, all of that. And where I really could use your help is twofold. First, 
If you're listening to this on Apple Podcast or another podcast platform that can let you leave a five-star review or a text-based review, I would truly and greatly appreciate that. It really helps with the algorithm and allowing other listeners to find the show. The next thing that I really need help on is sharing this with friends, family, business owners, people that you think need to hear this content. I appreciate you listening to this episode and looking forward to next week. Take care.